I'm Andy Barker, consultant sports physiotherapist, private practice owner, and the founder of the New Grad Physio. Having experienced my own rapid rise from student to dream job just 15 months after graduating, I know exactly what it takes to accelerate your learning and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously worked at my dream sports club, the Leeds Rhinos, for over 10 seasons, I now consult with a number of individual elite athletes and sporting organisations whilst running my own private practice. But my biggest passion is a new grad physio. I built the new grad physio to help new grad physios, sports therapists and sports rehabilitators just like you accelerate their own learning and learn the skill sets you need to become a competent, confident and competitive new grad physio. There are specific challenges you will face as a new grad therapist and this podcast will deliver you actionable advice you can use to overcome these challenges and start your own successful new grad journey. So let's get started. So here we are. This is the very first New Grad Physio podcast. So I'm real, real excited to get started with the sort of podcast series. The reason I sort of put the podcast together, I know how sometimes difficult it is as a, as a new grad to find the time around your, your busy working week to, to fit CPD, to fit learning into what you're doing. And, and podcasts are a great sort of format to be able to do that. Now, I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm sort of commuting to the clinic or to my, to my various roles that I'm sort of involved with. And it's an easy way to, to consume content, to learn whilst you're, whilst you're on the go, whether you're commuting in a car or a bus, you know, waiting for something. It's, it's a pretty easy way to, to digest content. And like I say, I'm so, so excited to, to sort of get, get the podcast up and running and get going. And talking of time and fitting things in, that's going to be the theme for sort of today's podcast. But just before that, I just wanted to sort of talk a little bit about, about goals, really. So, so actually launching the podcast is goal two or three for, for me for, for 2019. So the big goal at the start of the year was to actually launch my book, The New Graph Physio, which I've been able to do. And I'm delighted with, you know, the, the feedback I've really, I've sort of received on the book itself. Goal number two was to launch in the podcast. So listen to this, you know, now, now that's up and running. And goal three is something we wanted to hit late in the year. So that's probably something we'll cover in a, in a podcast sort of towards the, the back end of, of 2019. But, in this podcast, like I say, I want to talk specifically about how you can find more time in your very busy week, whether you're working, whether you're still studying, to actually spend on CPD. So we all want to spend more time learning. We all want to spend more time with CPD. We know how important it is to, to keep learning, to stay on top of the evidence base, to stay on top of our skills, to, to be able to provide a service to our patients, regardless of where you're working. That is the you know the best version of, of, of ourselves as a therapist and get the best outcomes we can with our patients. And making sure we do continue to learn is a is a massive, massive part of that. And whilst we know it's so important, you know, actually finding the time to actually schedule it into your week whilst you are working that you know nine to five post while you're on call, where you're maybe doing some sports work on evenings and weekends and, and whatever else, is very, very difficult and is one of the main reasons why a lot of new grads you know don't engage with regular cpd it's very sporadic we'll go on a course here there but then do nothing for sort of six months and actually having you know regular scheduled you know learning is, is by far the best way that you're you're able to not only learn new things but i but, but then actually be able to put into practice with the patients that you're working with sort of day in and day out so that's what i want to talk in in depth about in this particular podcast so Going back to goals, I'm sure if you can relate to, to yourself, I, you know, I said there that I, I've set sort of three big goals in relation to my work with the new grad physio for this year, and two of those three are, are sort of complete. 
if you think about your own goals, I'm sure you'll have started 2019 with some, you know, maybe aspirations to spend, you know, a certain amount of time per week on your learning. Maybe it was read a certain amount of journal papers or, or whatever it may be. But majority of people, I'd say 90% plus, uh, you know, if you ask them at this point in the year, middle point of the year, that they're no longer going to be doing that. And there's various reasons for that. But whilst those reasons will differ, uh, the most important thing or the biggest issue with that is that, you're, that then you're not engaging with CPD. And like I spoke about already, how important it is to to be able to continue to accelerate your learning and get you to where you, you sort of want to be on the, the sort of career ladder. Learning, continue CPD is such a, such a big part of that. So first question you sort of need to, to ask yourself, you know, what's actually happened? I'm sure you'll work with people. I'm sure you'll hear people talking. Uh, I'm sort of talking myself about, you know, I'm able to, you know, schedule time myself to be able to do and complete the tasks that, you know, I need to do. We all have the same number of hours in a week. We all have 168 hours, you know, every week. And whether you're working, studying, whatever it is, we all have the same amount of time. But for me, you know, if you really want to make learning and CPD uh, a big priority for you, then then that's what you need to do. For me, like having a lack of time or the excuse of a lack of time is in essence just a, a lack of priority. It's a lack of organisation and that's something we're going to talk about a bit later in the podcast. But if you really want to, to learn more, if you really want to improve your knowledge base, if you really want to accelerate your learning, you need to find the time for CPD. Otherwise, you're going to get left behind. You know, your peers are going to accelerate ahead of you. They're going to be, you know, higher up the sort of promotion ladder, if you like, and they will, you know, they will learn more than you in a short period of time and they'll put themselves in the better position to be able to, you know, get that next job, that that static post that you're after, that, you know, that step up from an academy post to maybe a first-team job in sport or a better paid job in private practice, whatever it may be. You need to prioritise your learning if you're actually going to get you know anywhere in, in the game as a, as a sort of therapist, regardless of the area that you work. Hi, Andy here. Hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Just wanted to make sure you haven't missed out on my New Grad Physio Survival Guide. The New Grad Physio Survival Guide shows you specific skill sets you need to know to survive as a New Grad Therapist working in your role in the NHS, private practice or even sport. It's my most downloaded resource and you can get it completely free at www.newgradphysio.com. So make sure you check it out. Now let's get back to the podcast. One of the things to sort of touch base with first is just the, is to actually know what you need to learn. So one of the biggest things that Newgrads talked to me about, you know, week in and week out is, you know, that they are motivated, they want to learn, they want to delve into to reading, but they're just not really sure what to actually read they feel like they're sort of wasting the time reading journal papers that then they're not really be able to apply maybe the the material in practice in their you know next day in clinic or what have you uh, and the biggest piece of advice i could give you is is trying to be as specific as possible so i think when we we fall into the trap particularly new grads do fall into the trappers sort of trying to continue their sort of university style education so when obviously when we studied at university i'm using physiotherapy here as an example the content we cover is very, very broad, so it covers all different things. So we're talking MSK, neuro, respiratory, care of the elderly, paediatrics, you know, the, the actual vast array of you know content that you actually learn during a course like that is, is absolutely phenomenal. But because it's so broad, I don't think we ever really get into into any of those areas in the depth that you need to. And you'll you'll probably realise now that you know if you have qualified, if you're out into the real world, some of 
some of the things you're seeing things for the first time you're seeing pathologies that you maybe weren't touched on at university you're, you're seeing you know terminology you're reading you know scans and all the rest of it and you're probably having that realization that you know there's there's gaps in your knowledge and that's not a dig at the university teaching and just you know i think something like physiotherapy sports therapy sports rehab could honestly be a, a 10-year course to, to cover the material in the depth you probably need to when you actually do qualify as a as a you know healthcare professional you know the course could quite easily be be, be 10 years long uh, and even at that point you finish that course and you probably have to restart again because the knowledge base will have, will have changed so much so you know trying to cram the amount of information that we cover in three years is really tough and it's almost a, an impossible task for you know university lecturers and the like to be able to give you that knowledge so when you do you know, transition out of university and into the real world there will be big gaps in your knowledge and and that is why learning and, and sort of cpd is so important so going back to the point i made you know rather than trying to you know cover all areas you know think about where you are at at the moment you know what do you actually need to know think about maybe the last you know four or five patients you come into contact with whether that's on a student placement or you know in your in the world of work and, and what things did you struggle with if you can find what the areas of your practice that you're struggling with the most, then that can give you the direction you need to actually be able to to cover, to read, to, to ask for help and support in those particular areas because they're the areas that you're that struggling with at the moment and the, those are the areas that if you improve, you're going to be able to provide a, a better service to your patients to help them get out of pain and sort of back to back to function. So I'd probably move away from that you know, very broad teaching approach that we probably all had at, at university and try and be more specific about, you know, you as an individual, what you actually need to know to, to sort of improve your clinical practice. And, and the final point I sort of want to sort of mention was, you know, having, you know, prioritise your learning, talking about the importance of that and, and being quite specific about the areas you need to sort of learn and being very, you know, direct about what exactly you're trying to learn. The next step is actually doing something about it. So actually taking action. So it's all well and good saying, you know, I want to do, I want to learn more, I want to do more CPD, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But I know that the most successful new grads that I work with are those that take action. They don't wait for things to sort of happen of their own accord. They'll take action, they'll put a sort of plan in place. And, you know, you, for everything we do, you need a sort of plan. And going back to what I said right at the start, you know, you have busy lives, you're going to, to work doing that nine to five, you're maybe still studying, you you're on placement, then you're trying to do right assignments on an evening, whatever your individual circumstances, you know, time is a big barrier potentially to, to what we're doing. So not only do we need to prioritise, you know, our learning, but we, we need to make a plan because, you know, even beyond your work and study, you've got to have some sort of social life. There's things, you know, in life like commuting to and from, you know, work or university, there's cooking food, looking after your house, doing all the other household adulty type stuff that we that we all sort of need to do. And then finding time aside after all that to then spend some, you know, block off a, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour to do CPD, you know, it's tough when, you know, you're absolutely shattered. All you want to do is sit down in front of the TV uh, and watch TV for a little bit, watch Netflix or something else, you know, stick a film on. But whilst you know how important learning CPD is, you know, it is tough. So, you know, the biggest piece of advice that I could give is that you, you need to schedule it. You need to work out in your working week where there might be periods in the week where you're a little bit quieter, you know, maybe on, on that evening or that evening, maybe you have don't have anything scheduled. 
and maybe you can block a bit of time out. Maybe you block an hour at you know six till seven p.m. on a on a Tuesday evening, or maybe it's you, you get out of bed a little bit earlier on a, on a Thursday morning and, and do you know half six while half seven in the morning. You know that, that's what I do. You know I know that my continued learning and CPD is so important to me. And I have a I have a very busy week working you know consulting in a variety of different areas. You know working in my own private practice clinic, doing my work with the, the sort of new graph physio membership. You know I know if I don't schedule time. Book a date with myself if you like for learning CPD that I will not do it. So I actually have a almost like a, a pro form, a template of a week, and I build the the goals and the tasks that I have to do that week around that. So that ensures that I always, you know, hit my targets. I always make sure that I'm not only covering the, the main tasks that I need to do that day, but I'm also finding time in my week to to stay on top of my learning and CPD. Because I know even as an experienced therapist, that I need to continue on those things. If I, you know, I want to take my my own practice to, you know, to the to the next level and and sort of beyond that. So to sort of summarise what we we spoke about in this this sort of podcast, you know, time potentially is a barrier to, to your learning, but a lack of time for me is just a lack of priority and a lack of organisation. You need to establish where you're at at the moment, what specifically you're sort of struggling with. So think back to maybe the, the last four or five patients you've come into contact with. What were the, the issues that um, you had? What things might you would like to have done better next time? And that can direct your learning about what you actually need to need to learn. And obviously that can really be, you focus you down on, you can really tunnel in on, on specific, you know, content and resources. So you're not wasting your time, you know, covering just broad, broad content and reading journal sort of articles and papers and blogs and listen to podcasts or whatever, just on, on very broad and general um, topics. Uh, and the final step, if not the most important step, is is to actually take action. So you know, schedule some time for yourself. Book a date. You know, book a date at a coffee shop. You know, not too far from where you live on your way home from work or university, uh, and make that a regular thing. So block some time out so you can you know, turn your phone off, stick your phone in your bag, do whatever you need to do, and block that time in the week out so you know that it's going to you can not get interrupted. You know that you can get your head down and listen to. A podcast you can read a blog you can read some journal articles you can read something online whatever it may be that's going to help you become more knowledgeable give you the, the sort of skill sets you actually need to become that competent confident and competitive new grad physio sports therapist or sports rehabber unless you do that unless you take that action then things unfortunately just are probably just not going to happen for yourself so hope you've enjoyed the first podcast i've certainly enjoyed you know, jumping on, uh, getting the podcast rolling. I've got some real exciting content coming up in the the next weeks that follow. If you've ever got any sort of comments, any themes, topics, whatever that relates to, maybe it's a tricky patient you've, you've seen in clinic, whether it's something, a pathology, a particular type of injury that you might want me to cover in a podcast, reach out to me wherever you've seen this podcast on social media or visit the website for, for sort of contact details and I'll, you know, put it in the put it on the, the back burner, put it on my, my big list of content ideas I've got coming up for, for the New Grad Physio podcast and I will deliver content that you know you guys, that new grads you know need and want to help you develop the skills you need to become that competent, confident and competitive New Grad Physio. Thanks for listening to the New Grad Physio podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, you will love my website, newgradphysio.com, which is packed full of free content to help you new grad physio, sports therapist or sports rehabilitator overcome the specific challenges you face day to day in your clinical practice. Here you can view my blog and you can also download my new grad physio survival guide 
which shows you the specific skill sets you need to know to survive as a new growth therapist working in your role in the NHS, private practice or sport. I'm really passionate about the new growth physio and trying to help as many new growth therapists as I can. So if you've enjoyed the podcast, then please leave a review and even better, tell somebody else about it. Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you're up to, and here's to your own successful new grad journey.